So here we are in New York City, and ah, the socialist Democrat city, the biggest city in America, gets totally run by the socialists, they say. But to most people in the city, they believe the rats run this city, and or have the run of it. It's an old New York City saying, and it is a clear problem that is rising on average by about 30%. Yes, 30% increase in pests. 40% in some districts. That's more rats than people in many places. Five to one, they say. You know how they say there's uh, eight uh, Democrats for every Republican in uh, New York City? Well, guess what? Most of the pests and pestilence seem to be, <clears throat> along with the perverts, uh, four-legged. And, you know, not trying to be talking about anything that has to do with prejudice because we don't want to be prejudiced against these four Lego marsupials this is a clear sign of corruption and decay in most societies when you see more pests out there and you see the depravity of what has been happening over the last eight years you have leaders like de Blasio AOC and others imagine the Democrats uh, who actually have to pay off their losers within their own party with contracts and NGO jobs and NGO organizations, non-government organization funded groups. So they won't talk about what is really happening. And that what we are seeing as far as leadership goes in the city isn't really about leadership. It's about selection of the least common denominator of those people who will make the least problems for those who want to really truly rule the city. We're talking about selections and not elections and how, so far, the rats are running the city. And those rats, unfortunately, have two legs and they live up in the suites. And we're not even talking about the rats down in the streets. But there's another problem here. Because if they're saying that COVID is still a problem in the city and COVID essentially came from marsupials, from bats, could they be being carried by the rats? And as the rats increase, is that the reason, perhaps, why this thing is not going away? Who knows? But speaking of problems in the city, let's listen to Lydia Serrano of WABC Radio 770. This morning she was talking with Bernie and Sid about another problem the city is having, and that is poverty, starvation. Can you imagine? Starvation is getting so bad the people are not going to be able to make it in New York City in many cases because the food prices are just too expensive. Let's listen to what Lydia had to say. It's not your imagination. No, no, no. There appears to be more rats these days in New York City. I don't even like looking at them. Our rat sightings are up and health inspectors are finding more evidence of rats here. Why? Well, there's more garbage piled up on the street. And there are more people eating outdoors. That's attracted them as well. It's always been a game, you know, one rat for every resident, five for every New Yorker. No one really knows the count for sure because there's no rat census. But it's a growing problem, and it's especially disgusting when they get into your house. Here's Darla Miles. That rat about a foot long and covered with maggots. Anna Marchena says it was discovered last week in the walls of her apartment. I'm so angry because my eight-year-old keeps telling me, Mommy, 
Why can't I play with my toys? This is cell phone video of a rat gnawing through her ceiling from October. It's her second infestation in two years. But what the 42-year-old mother is seeing is happening citywide. Rat and mice sightings are up 30% from 2019 to 2021. But in some neighborhoods, it's even worse. Up more than 100% in Ditmars, Queens, the Upper East Side, City Island, Yorkville, and the Mott Haven sections of the Bronx. Not far... But the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats say they are building back better. No, they're not. According to Candace Owens, she was uh, on with Tucker Carlson yet last night. Uh, that would have been Monday night on November 8th. Let's listen to what Candace has to say about what's going on in the country. Yo, here's Candace Owens with Tucker Carlson. They are intentionally making things worse because tearing down what we have is a prerequisite to building utopia. I, I think that is the answer to what we're seeing. That's exactly correct. And this is an especially sensitive topic for me today because I spent the earlier part of the day speaking to a, a North Korean defector. And I, I was actually horrified hearing her speak about what she lived through while she was in North Korea and understanding that, you know, what they're really trying to do right here in America is build exactly that model where the state controls and owns and operates everything. You will have nothing and you will be happy because you have served some higher purpose, some higher government, some higher idea, which you're talking about, these ideologues, some higher idea, green new energy. You did it for your planet. You need to have nothing. You need to shut down these pipelines. You're not going to be able to afford to fill up gas. But look at you. You should be proud because now this is a part of the Green New Plan. And by the way, if you want anything, you've got to worship government. This is the whole reason why when you talk about what is the thing that connects these attack of the education system, why are they dumbing down kids? Why are they being so horrible about families? Why do they want parents? Why do they want children turning to government and not to their parents for answers? Well, one thing that ties this all is that they don't want there to be anything but the state in your individual lives. In fact, one of the things that this North Korean told me was that there was no concept of love, right? She said, we don't, we don't have words like stress. We don't have words like social justice uh, in, in, in Korean. She's like, there's no concept of this in the state because they don't want you to even think about that because you're supposed to know that this is how things are supposed to be. Every movie that they're allowed to watch in North Korea, and this really terrified me, the only concept of anybody dying is for the state. The highest honor is for the state. We're seeing right now, and people thought this was a radical concept years ago. This is a Republican talking point. It's not. We are seeing America being radically transformed into a communist country. That is what is happening right now. People need to wake up to this, Tucker. I cannot say it enough because it's happening quickly. How have they done it? They needed an existential crisis. Well, COVID-19 is their never-ending existential crisis. This is why we have to take everything that you own. This is why we have to shut down your businesses. This is why you can't earn a living while we take trillions for ourselves because we're here to help. No, we're not. We're here to take over every aspect of your lives and welcome you to a socialist reverie. It just feels like the cost of this is getting really high. You can feel underneath, I mean, there are a lot of signs of it without being too specific, but you can kind of feel the society going sideways underneath. I mean, you, you could see actual unrest. That's the last thing anybody wants. Do you think they're aware that they could be putting too much pressure on the population? 
I think they're aware, but I don't think they're scared. You know, I think this is something that's been going on, going on for a very long time. It didn't begin with Joseph Biden. We know that. You know, Hillary Clinton would have been a person that helped to catalyze this had she have gotten, had she have become our president, but she didn't get that, and they felt like Trump actually stopped their plans. You know, they started this process very slowly, and nobody really was awake to it. I certainly wasn't. I thought, okay, maybe, maybe we are just trying to do some socially good things. Maybe they are just trying to help everybody out. But then suddenly, when Trump was in office, it became very apparent that something else was happening in this country. You know, this this obsessive fo- this obsession and focus on racism, on white supremacy, on making yeah. children say, "Look, and anything that happens in this in this country is the fault of racism, not the obvious fault of what's standing in your face, which is that it is the fault of government. Every hardship that we're facing right now in this country is because of the government. We're not building back anything better right now, Tucker. And Americans need to wake up to that fact." One of the major problems with poverty and why it is so bad is uh, fuel prices. Now, gas prices have gone up anywhere from 4 to $5 here in New York State. And in many other places, it's rising even higher. In parts of California, there are specific areas, towns, where the gas crisis has reached $7 a gallon in some cases. And now, President Biden is even considering shutting down another oil pipeline. His Secretary of Energy is like, insane this lady starts laughing when she says well you know the prices of oil are just going to go up anyway regardless of whether or not we shut down pipelines and we should shut down pipelines because if we limit demand there'll be less supply and if we limit the supply then maybe people will start buying electric cars it doesn't work that way in the middle of an economic crisis you're going to bring more hardship onto people and that is what biden and his people are doing they just don't care about anybody and this is why his vice president's rating of 28% is probably the lowest of any vice president since God knows who. Maybe Johnston after the Civil War. President Joe Biden's administration is considering, we know, shutting down Line 5 of the Michigan-based pipeline at the Superior, Wisconsin, and Samia. These are Ontario area pipelines. A uh, group of Republican lawmakers have issued a letter to President Biden urging him to keep the lines in operation. They argue that termination would make extreme hardships for people. The Michigan 12 uh, federally recognized fives have also called on Biden last week, asking him to move forward with the shutdown. But the tribe, in this particular case, have a problem, and that is that the tribal areas do not necessarily are not affected by the pipeline's passage. The pipeline's already built. It's there. The Biden administration has yet to make a decision, but in the middle of an energy crisis, Energy Secretary Jennifer Laughing Lady Granholm alleged that fuel prices are going to go up anyway, no matter what happens, and so you might as well just shut all the pipelines down. You might as well just limit all these pollutative energies because there's nothing else that can be done. And she doesn't care. She drives a Tesla. And that's that for that. And what can you expect? Now, okay, we do know that uh, Congress members led by Ohio Representative Bob Laffa have urged the president to keep the oil lines opening. This is bipartisan, asserting that Line 5 is critical to the lifeblood of the Midwest. Now, think about this. We're in the middle of a food crisis and supply crisis and you're going to eliminate energy supplies in the midwest 
guess where most of America's food is grown? In the Midwest. Guess where most of the hogs and chickens and cattle are raised? In the Midwest. So what exactly is Joe Biden doing? This idiot has gone completely berserk. And this is what we're facing. We have a president and a vice president a Speaker of the House, who are the least popular officials in the history of the United States, just wanting to cause a collapse of this country to a point that we don't understand why. And what does this Energy Secretary have to say? Listen. Well, this is a startling fact that many news organizations aren't reporting, but CBS Evening News is. Many Americans are now on the brink of starvation due to inflation, this uh, tax on the poor that was caused by the Biden administration when it first started, when the president came into office and his first executive order was shutting down that XL pipeline, making us from energy independent to energy dependent. If you remember John Katzmatidis, held a press conference right outside of our studios with Congressman Lee Zeldin predicting this, saying that we could see gas well over $4, even $5. Anything transported from milk to toys will skyrocket. Take a listen to this report that was on CBS News last night. And the first person you'll hear is a woman saying if it wasn't for the food pantry she was visiting, she would starve because she can't afford anything anymore. And then the second person is a food pantry worker saying they can't even keep up with the demand. Listen. Compared to a year ago, is feeding yourself more of a struggle? Yes. I can't afford to go to the grocery store. And when I do, it's, it's pitiful. I mean, what I could get for $50, I'd say three months ago you can't today. Typical, like, Chavez says. Here. We've had so many people tell us we would starve if you weren't here. And that's kind of a hard thing to accept. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. sad, and yet you got the New York Times and these other Democratic elites saying, you know, kind of making a joke out of when people are like, "Well, milk is over five dollars a gallon now. Things are expensive." You know, for the filthy rich or rich or even people that do well, you know, they can still afford to put food on their table. But we have to remember that not everybody is as fortunate as we are. Meantime, you've got the Biden administration. They're also push pushing for solar panels, electric car batteries. And these are made by slaves in China. I, I've been saying this, that Green New Deal should be called China wins, America loses. Because every single thing that Biden does, this, is, this administration does, benefits China, it benefits Russia, it benefits uh, OPEC. I, I mean, and now they're talking about shutting down this pipeline in Michigan, which would also raise gas prices, propane prices and i mean and we're on the we're right here at winter i mean this is this is really scary uh, and wait till people past, get their bills john said it best a, a couple of months ago going back to that uh, beautiful dinner we had on long island uh when i first met people like ann donnelly and bruce blakeman blah 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 but they actually were honoring john catch with tds that night and he had a speech he was so good i'm not blowing smoke up, up my boss's ass he was amazing he was great and he had that great quote which was every time joe biden wakes up america loses which yeah. was an, a great quote and is evidenced every single day in this country. Uh, uh, uh.